1: greeting in the name of Jesus. Uh, So good to be back here and um, warm welcome to those watching online, if you are on your bed or wherever you are or preparing for a wedding. Uh, God bless you. And uh, it's just so good to be back here. Um, And I just feel like, you know, it's like last month I was here, but actually it's 12 months ago. Uh, Thank you, Anthony and the team and the worship team and um, to welcome us, uh, the Compassion, back uh, we part of the mission series, and just a bit about my me, uh, my story, my journey. I have been in full time ministry um, for the last twelve years. I started in Asia as a pastor and missionary, and the last, and then I went to New Zealand to study Bible college, and I was traveling, uh, ministering there a lot. And the last six years have been based in Melbourne. So uh, my wife and I we live in Ringwood, Melbourne, uh, about two hours from here, not too far. And yeah, so we love traveling to this part of um, Victoria. It's just beautiful to see so many familiar faces. So, so good to see all of you here today. And um, how about let's pray before we go into the word. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning, for your uh, presence, your power, your spirit is here speaking to us. And thank you, Lord, that even today, as we talk about level up our compassion, Because um, it's your word calling us to higher glory, higher into your presence, into obedience with you, Father. So I thank you as we read your word. Let your word speak to us in Jesus' name. And everyone say, Amen, Amen. Amen. All right, if you have your Bible, if not, uh, go with me to Matthew 14. You can look at the screen, the scripture there. I want to just read from um, verse 13 to verse 21. So let me read, if you can look at the screen too. So this is a story about Jesus feeding the 5,000. When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place. By himself, but when the multitude heard it, they followed him on foot from the city. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude as he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. Verse 15. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a desert place and the hour is already late. Send the multitude away that they may go into villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. And they said to him, we, are, we have here only five loaves and two fish. He said, bring them, Jesus said, bring them to me. Verse 19, then he commanded the multitude to sit on the grass. He took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples and the disciples gave to the multitudes. And so they all ate, and were filled. And they took up twelve baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now those who have eaten were about five thousand, beside men, five thousand men beside women, and children. Amen. Today the topic is about level up your compassion. I want to start with a question to all of us, to myself is that when is the last time you've seen God move miraculously in your life? When is the last time you've seen experience God move miraculously in your life? Because this is one thing that I've been, one of my mentors always asks the leaders is that before even any session with the leaders, is that is, when is the last time they've seen God move? And that always challenged us as leaders and pastors or just a Christian that is that when is the last time actually I experienced God moving in, through, in me and through me? Because that challenge us to think, when is the last time that we actually step out in faith? when is the last time? Is that 10 years ago? Is it, some of you may say like, was that 20 years ago? But my prayer is that you can tell me that Matt, it was just yesterday. It was just yesterday. And I believe today God is calling us as a church, not just a topic, but it's a call from God to level up our compassion. So my first point Thank you for agreeing. Amen. You see, the the kids are responding. Come on. All right. So, and and my first point is, if you're writing down notes, is when God gave us a call to level up our compassion is when he wants to level up our miracles. Let me say it again. When God gave us a call to level up our compassion is when he's ready to level up our miracles. Amen? Amen? And we read from Matthew 14 that what happened here. Look at verse 14. Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude. He saw the need. And what happened? He did not just, he did not, he did not just stop there. The Bible said he was moved with compassion. And throughout the gospel, you can see that many, many times that before Jesus did any miracle, he was moved with compassion. Before he healed the sick, he moved with compassion. Before he fed the 5,000, the 10,000, he was moved with compassion. Before he raised Lazarus from the dead, he was, we notice the word, Jesus wept. And that's the compassion of Jesus that compels him to perform the miraculous. Honest, look at the word supernatural. I love this word supernatural. And God is supernatural. And this word seems so big, so high up there that it beyond. Uh, Some of us think that, wow, I, I didn't experience any supernatural. Let me tell you, even our salvation is a supernatural experience. It's not man's idea, it's a supernatural experience experience that you are born again. So as you look at the word supernatural, look at the actual word. Super and what? Natural. So let's break it up. Supernatural. Let's break these two words up. Who is super? His name is? I think we can do better than this. His name is? Jesus. This side is better. Maybe the kid is leading the chart here. Alright, so can you see God is super. He is the only super person, the God that we serve. He, he is Yahweh. But what's the next part of the word? Natural. Who is natural? Say me. We are all natural. Am I right? We are just, we are just mere dust. Actually, it boils down to we are all made of dust. But you know what? When God is the super and we are the natural, you put together with God is supernatural. And I believe God is calling us to move in the supernatural, not because we are great, but because He is super, but He wants us to cooperate with Him so that He can perform the supernatural. Amen? And as you read from the the, the scripture we see here, what's next part on us to look at? uh, Verse 16. You see, what happened is that after many hours of teaching, the disciples saying, let's dismiss the service, dis- um, send them out to the villages to buy food. That's reasonable. Am I right? It's yes. like, you know, long day. You know, it's a, it's a hard day. Pastors should be stop talking now and, and go dismiss them to go and buy food. But what happened is that Jesus said this to them. Let's look at that. This is the first, this, in this story, this is the first Uh, Jesus' word from his mouth. Verse 16, Jesus said to the disciples, they do not need to go away. You gave them something to eat. Wow. That's the remark word for the disciples at at a time that, what did he say? Don't send them out. You gave them something to eat. Imagine what, how do you feel like, I, disciples, that mere man, give 5,000, 10,000 people to eat? And that's what the disciples feel. And what happened then? Next, verse 17. Then they said to Jesus, we are he- here only have five loaves and two fish. The word, the Greek word, there is not two big snapper. It's two small fish. Sometimes we think like two fish. Maybe it's a big fish so they can feed the 5,000. No, no, no. God, the way, yeah, you know what? God said it's in the Greek, it actually means two small fish. The actual translation of that is five little, five loads and two small fish. You see, that's what our tendency is. Whenever God gave us a dream, when God gave us a vision of the core, the first thing is that we always look at ourselves. What do we have in our bank? Am I right? What do we have in our wallet? What do we have in our experience and education? But God never looks at that. When God gave us a call to level up, because he wants to perform the miracle that is beyond us. Amen? And that's why he gave that call to his disciples. What happened, to, what happened here? Verse 18, he said to them, bring the five loaves and the two small fish to me. And, like, and you know what, when we bring ourselves to God, avail ourselves before God, God can do so much more than just little we have. If you feel little, I mean, let me encourage you, with God, that is not little, that is much more. Amen? That's why in Psalms 145, the Bible says, the Lord Yahweh is gracious, he is full of compassion, Full the word in the Hebrew means complete, 100% with compassion. See, Jesus is not the one that needs to be leveled up, it's us, and, and whenever He challenged us to level up in the things that He called us to do, means that He is ready to perform the supernatural. And the second point I want to read to you from the gospel of Luke chapter 12 verse 48 I'll just read this Luke chapter 12 verse 48 the Bible say here Jesus said for everyone to whom much is given from him much will be required and to whom much is committed to whom God will ask the more So my second point is that more is given, more is required. The more you receive breakthrough, miracles, provision, the more God expects us to level up. Could be our perspective, as you heard two weeks ago. Could be our intimacy that you need to level up. Could be your compassion that you need to level up. It's like the more God gave us that breakthrough that answers prayer, the more God is saying, Come on, let's go to the next level. Because at the time, the Bible said that God called us from glory to glory. Amen? From power to power and from faith to faith. God never wants us to be stagnant. You know, I've been to Israel um, a few years ago. You know, what's the difference between the Red Sea? and the Sea of Galilee. The, the, the Dead Sea is a, one of the lowest part of the earth that have many salt. You've seen some pictures, you can literally float on the way. If you jump into the Dead Sea, you can float because there's a lot of salt in there. You know, what's the problem with the Dead Sea? And no fish can be in that, fi- in that sea. No living thing can be in that fi- uh, in that sea. You know why? Because Dead Sea only have inlet but no outlet. That means that Sea is always receiving from God, but never level up, never release. And that's why the salt content is so strong, but that's why it's a sea. And God is calling us not to be a sea. amen? God wants to use us so that he can demonstrate his power, his love, his miracle, his provision through us, amen? From glory to glory, from faith to faith, from power to power. One of the things that I always remind myself in ministry or in church or as Christian is that I can never be stagnant. I can never be stagnant. If I'm the same today as yesterday, I'm going backward. And this is a challenge for myself and for all of us. And I believe this Level Up series is for us to level up Because if not, you level down. (laughs) Amen? So the call of God is for us to level up. From glory to glory. You see, in Matthew 28, the Great Commission, we all know the, the Great Commission, that God said, go and make disciples of all nations. But before he gave the commission, he said, all authority has been given in heaven and on earth, and now you go. That means that he, in that word, all authority means all wisdom, all resources, all power has been given. It's with Jesus and now we can take the action. That's one thing I love about compassion, compassion. The word compassion is an action word. That means that it goes beyond pity, sympathy, and empathy. Quick one. Pity is like I feel sorry for somebody or the situation or the need. Sympathy is I feel sorry for you that you are in that situation, in that um, dilemma. But empathy, next level up, I feel with you. I feel sorry with you. But compassion is I'm here to help you. It goes beyond feeling. It goes beyond thinking about it. But it's put, that's why he was, Jesus was moved with compassion and he healed the sick. Amen? I love this quote. I don't know who said this. But it's, I've been, this, it's a quote that I heard many, many years ago. God alone can save the world. Am I right? God alone can save the world. But God cannot save the world alone. God alone can, can, can help the problems we face. But God chose us, men, human, to partner with him to do his wondrous work. And that's why my prayer is that we will say yes to partner with God. Whatever God put in your heart, level up and take that step of faith. Today, I also want to give an update of the impact you guys are having as a church through Compassion. Compassion Australia. So, so for those that are new, um, first time hearing about Compassion, Compassion Australia or Compassion, the ministry of Compassion is all about Jesus. That's why we, have, we are Christ-centered and it's all about the church, which is, we believe that church is the, the hands and feet of Jesus. And we only through the church here and the nations to do the work. And compassion is all about children and youth and families. Because we believe that the children and the youth are the most vulnerable in the time, in the extreme places. That's why we focus on The gospel, the church, and the children. So today I want to give an update. As a church, York Street Church of Christ, all of you, thank you for your partnership to release 134 children sponsored and released from extreme poverty. Let's give God a big clap for that. And these children, you know, if I can bring them here and lighten up, there will be have so many stories or miracles that we can go on until 5 p.m., you know. But, but I just want to reassure you, thank you so much for all your partnership. And not only that, in the last 12 months, there's around 467 letters exchanged between the kids and the youth and you guys here and you know who you are you write letters as a family so I want to encourage you to keep writing letters of hope and prayer to these children because you know what you might not able to go there actually like right now or, or situation don't allow you to go but you can make disciples by writing letters to these children and family and you know what you are making disciples writing letters so I just want to say thank you for writing letters to them and keep writing letters because letters is one of those things that you might think oh I help I sponsor them is enough let me encourage you level up your compassion spend a few minutes this week if you have sponsored kids write to them just simple things like a scripture a prayer and they for them is go for them it's like God sends word and for us, maybe just, you know, write in the phone or, or gathering your kids to write a few letters. But for the letters to the kids, in, the, in uh, your sponsored kids, they, are, they mean a lot to them. So I just going to say, encourage you to write letters to them and um, just encourage them in this season. As many of you know that, you know, the rising inflation and all this thing going around the world, not many, not many of you are aware of that are, there's going on a global food crisis in the third world country. There's shortage of food in places that we serve. And literally no food. It's not about money. It's like that literally no enough food to go around. So I just want to encourage you to write letters to encourage them in this season that they will trust God. And you know what? The the, the stories we read from the Bible is not just a story. That God is the same yesterday, today, and forever which means that he can provide 10,000 loaves and with the two small fish, he can provide for all the children, the 2.2 million children in compassion program. So, And you are part of the story, part of the miracles. So thank you so much. Amen. All right, so right now I want to show you a story, a video story of this supporter of, one of our supporters that God called her to level up, to do different things and do the things that is hard. So I want to just look at the story and then I will be back and then we will close with a prayer. Thank you so much.
2: You know, I'm a single mum and a businesswoman. I think it's easy just to play the victim. Whereas I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm out there buying the field and planting the vineyard. I wanted to do something through my business that wasn't just about making money. I've been a dietitian for about 20 years now. I specialise in fertility, pregnancy and new parents, both working clinically in hospitals, as well as running a private practice, seeing clients face to face and also media. At the start, I wasn't in a position to have kids of my own. And so I had a real empathy for other women who weren't able to have children. The research tells us that what parents eat in the lead up to conception during pregnancy actually goes on to impact a child's whole future and being able to have that experience both clinically and the media and private practice just has all worked really, really well. I really feel that God has certainly had plans for me and in some ways create this unique career opportunity that I'm able to help others. I had seen somewhere about Compassion doing something in that area of young babies. And I had sponsored kids through Compassion myself and funded other programs from other organizations. But this is when my relationship to Compassion really grew. I eventually was put in contact with Jody and we sat down and she told me about the mums and bubs projects. I was like, yep, that's what I want to do. So we started off by running some dinners as a business to raise money for our project. Before that, Jody suggested a few different locations. We eventually came across one in Tanzania and I was like, yep, that's the one. And to be honest, it was quite a stretch goal. It was more than I was expecting to commit to. But again, God has proven himself to me so many times. I felt that it was really the right thing to do. Fortunately, Jodie towards the end was able to have some help. So our first year, we didn't even manage to fully fund the project that we set out to fund. Here we are, that project is now self-sustainable and we're actually looking at funding multiple centres this year. It's amazing how God, the one who provides, it's not us doing it, it's him doing it. One of the things that really stuck in my mind was actually going to the Compassion head office in Tanzania. Just seeing how amazing and lovely all of the staff who work there are, but also how well-organized it was. Again, I've been to many developing countries before. There is often chaos. So I was just incredibly impressed at how well-run it is. So many projects focus on just providing nutritious foods or just providing education, whereas the project is so holistic, like it provides everything that this mum needs, right down to having career seminars and they help them to find a career that they're gonna be interested in and then help them to set up that career. There was one mum in particular that I was chatting to and she'd actually lost her last baby and that she was explaining to me (laughs) as a dietitian, make sure that you are eating protein to be able to nourish your milk and to be able to provide for your baby. And then the fact that she was saying that her family couldn't all have meals and so they had to choose who was gonna get the meals and she always came last. and, And she had had this aha that when she's pregnant and breastfeeding, she actually needed that nutrition. Hearing these stories, and same thing when I met the mums in, in Tanzania, it's just it's such a privilege to be part of their journey.
1: Amen, amen. And at the end of that miracle that Jesus did, they all ate and were filled. Everyone in that place, 5,000 men, plus women and children, could be 10,000, all at, all few. And not only that, there are 12 basket leftovers. Amen? And God always, when He performs miracles, He doesn't perform a little miracle. When we level up, He performs great miracles. So can I invite you to stand as we we close? Can I stand up? And we're going to... I just want us to just close our eyes, just spend a few moments to just ask God to speak to us. So I, as I mentioned, that when God gave us a call to level up our compassion, it's when he wants to level up our miracles. And I believe this morning, there's some of you here that God has been putting dreams, vision, a call and something to do that you've been putting off for years, for months but God is saying I'm going to perform miracles today so just close our eyes and just have a moment let God speak to us this morning the Rima word, the call to level up our compassion Hallelujah Father Father Here we are, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. And we thank you that you called us up higher from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from power to power. And so we thank you that this morning that we can come together to to be transformed by you. And I just pray even this moment too for all the children that we, that from this church, Lord, the families in Indonesia and beyond, that they will encounter you like never before. And I pray that as we pray for these children too, to this uh, the morning, all those who are still waiting for our sponsors, they will experience your miracles, your provision, and your love. And thank you that we can be part of the story. Thank you for all the sponsors in this church because of our partnership and our obedience that we have seen many salvation, children being disciples, and lives have been changed for eternity. So I just give you praise and thanks for this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. All right. um, My team and I will be here after the service. So um, if you have any questions, you can come and talk to us. But thank you for listening. God bless.
0: If you would like prayer or to find our sermon-based studies, please head to our website or check the description below for a link. If you enjoyed the video, feel free to share the video, like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon for updates of when we release new videos. Remember, life can be tough, so let's do it together.